welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter in automotive lending and leasing. It is Monday, September 12th, and I'm Amanda Harris, joined by Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending September 9th, 2022. In economic news, rising corporate credit defaults and deteriorating economic conditions are pointing to a U.S. recession looking more likely. Economists at financial information and analytics company S&P Global actually increased the chance of a recession to 40% over the next 12 months, with weaker revenue growth potentially increasing the risk of default for mid-tier issuers in the capital markets. The corporate default rate in the U.S. is expected to reach 3.5% in June 2023, up from 1.4% during June of this year. In auto finance news, car sharing service HireCar closed a $100 million revolving asset-backed warehouse facility with Credit Suisse in an effort to provide HireCar fleet operators with the capital needed to source additional inventory. Ameri Drive Holdings, HireCar's largest fleet operator, will purchase about 7,000 vehicles in the next year to list exclusively on HireCar's platform using the facility. Turning to vehicle price trends, used vehicle values fell again in August, bringing the Mannheim Used Vehicle Value Index to 210.8, which is down about 4% sequentially, but is still up 8.4% year-over-year. Used retail sales did increase 11% from last month, um, but were still up 9% year-over-year, and inventory ended August at 47 days of supply, down from 53 days at the end of July but up from 38 days a year ago. So inventory is slightly improving um, when you look back to where we were a year ago. So things are getting a little bit better and values are coming down in part because of that. On a year-over-year basis though, prices did increase across nearly every market segment. And while wholesale values are coming down, the retail list prices have not come down at the same level. They've actually held pretty steady for the last, I think six or seven months. And they are expected to remain elevated for the near future. Dealerships aren't really motivated to bring down their list prices uh, too much, even with wholesale coming down, um, with profitability being so strong and with demand still being fairly strong. Although we do know that demand is kind of ticking back a little bit. Uh, so going off that and elevated vehicle prices, especially on the new side and rising interest rates are, like I said, beginning to deter consumers from purchasing, especially on the new vehicle side which is making the need for lenders to look for other ways to expand their businesses and address consumer affordability concerns. So with that, Riley, I think you dived into a little bit of what is happening on that side of things. Yeah, so as you said, um, consumers are pulling back on car shopping in August. Um, that's according to the Federal Reserve System's Beige Book Report. Um, the Beige Book Report is based on 12 U.S. districts categorized by cities who are represented by Federal, federal Reserve Banks. Um, and it provides a regionalized view of the industry trends with the area that each of those banks cover. So auto sales were sluggish in the regions covered by the Federal Reserve Banks of Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Richmond. So that consists of 18 states across the East Coast. So that's a large chunk of the auto market that is seeing sluggish auto sales. Um, and then a dealer in Little Rock, Arkansas reported that customers are looking to back out of pre-orders, but... Um, in the Chicago Federal Reserve region, pre-orders have, rem have remained robust. So we saw dealerships 
pushing consumer consumers towards pre-orders as their inventory is down. But as inventory starts to come back, we're seeing differences across the board in pre-orders and it's, it's mixed. Um, but despite sales being down, auto loan demand was also mixed. Um, so some people are pulling back, not looking to finance. Some people still are. So it's still different across the board. But with some consumers backing away from car shopping, lenders are getting creative to expand their business. One way they are, they are expanding is by implementing point of sale auto repair financing. So Solera, which is a vehicle lifecycle management solution, um, partnered with FinTech Dignify to offer the FinTech's financing options at Solera, deal at Solera dealerships. Uh, consumers can finance uh, anywhere between $350 and $700 or $7,500 for mechanical repairs, maintenance, bodywork, deductibles on their insurance, uh, service contracts, and accessories at the point of sale. Um, so if a consumer gets in a car accident, they bring it to the dealership. The dealership tells them, oh, this is $2,000 for your repair. Not very many people have that expected like ready to spend in their budget so with this partnership they can finance that two thousand dollars with dignify and so when they finance um, these services if they pay it off within the first 90 days the interest on that loan is waived but if it's not fully paid in that first 90 days consumers will have an interest rate between 9.99% and 36% based on their credit history. It'll be applied to the first three months and then each month after um, it is not paid off. So as I said, it allows consumers to not put off the auto repair and have that financing right away because they don't wanna be driving a car around or that has issues or just their car sitting in their driveway because they can't pay for the repair. Um, so Solera said that's their goal of this partnership is to keep cars on the road safer and allow these consumers to make the repairs because you never know what's going to go wrong with a car that needs a repair and you're putting it off. So that was their whole goal was to allow people to drive safer vehicles and get the repairs done when they need them. Yeah, and I think that goes back to the heart of, you know, what we've been talking about with affordability with lenders you know, offering longer loan terms. We saw the share of, you know, 72 to 84 month loans go up in recent months, probably higher than they have been in recent history, at least. Um, so, you know, lenders are looking for ways to bring that monthly payment down. They're looking for ways to, you know, like, like you said, finance even the maintenance of the vehicle. Um, you know, Tricolor also is working to open their own reconditioning facility to make sure that the vehicles that people are buying may not need those really high costly maintenance right out the door. So, there's a, I think, a shift across the industry to try to, you know, tailor things to the lower income consumers. And as more used vehicles do come into the lots, um, you know, try to sell those, make sure they are worthy, car worth, like roadworthy, um, and just find different avenues to address that affordability piece. Because like you mentioned earlier, people are starting to pull back. Those prices are, are starting to give people a little bit of sticker shock. The interest rates are, are going up you know, I think of about three or four now past benchmark rate increases. So, you know, there's there's going to have to be something to give. And I think we're starting to see, you know, different efforts to address that affordability piece and, and find some interesting ways to maybe grow your business that isn't just related to, you know, car sale origination, since we know supply is going to be tight for a while, even though it's still, it's coming back a little bit. 
So very interesting. All right. Well, that about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. As a reminder, please join us for the Power Sports Finance Summit and the Auto Finance Summit in Vegas this October. Both Riley and I will be there as moderators, and we are very excited about it. It's going to be a great event. Both of them will be. And you can learn more and register online at powersportsfinance.com and autofinancesummit.com. And we will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.